This coming Shabbos Gimel Tamas is the Hilula, the Yorzeit of the Lubavitch Rebbe. I'd like to thank Keshele Tzadik and the Yorzeit WhatsApp group for the Zuchus to share a few insights, a story of art about the Rebbe, and increase our Keshele Tzadik, as we say, Iskashus. I met the Rebbe in 1975 when I was 10 years old. The Rebbe had sent a group of Bachrim to be Shluchim to the Yeshiva Gedol in Melbourne, Australia. And that Sukkot of 1975, the Rebbe, a few of the students of the Bachrim came to Sydney. One of the Bachrim was very tall. His name was Aaron Lazet Tzaitlin. He later on became a Shliach, a Rav in, in Eretz Yisrael, Rabbi Tzaitlin, unfortunately passed away recently. This Aaron Lazet Tzaitlin was a Bachrim. I looked up to him, he was very tall came over to me and says, do you want to do Mitzvahim? Mitzvah of Lulav and Esra. It was the first day Yom Tov of Sukkot. I'm not sure I knew what Mitzvahim. I said, sure. I was so excited. Wow. He asked me to come and do, uh, help him out to do the Mitzvahim. So he picked me up from the house, and we walked to Penkelville Street where there's a lot of flats, apartment buildings, many, many Jews who are not observant, who don't generally go to shul. We started knocking on doors and giving people the opportunity to do a mitzvah, to do the mitzvah of Lulav and Esrig. And we went from door to door. We walked up many flights of stairs. Finally, after about two hours, I said, Our laser, I'm so tired. It's too much. I need to go home. It's too much already. I'm just so tired. And he looked at me and says, Do you know on the fifth floor up there, there might be a yid didn't yet do the mitzvah. Do you know what a yid is? A yid is an ashama. A chayla kileka mimal mamash, a piece of Hashem. And you have the opportunity to bring a mitzvah. And that mitzvah connects that yid to the abishta to Hashem. And that one mitzvah is a mitzvah that can bring Mashiach. He says, wow. With that we went and continued to go from door to door. Of course, I didn't physically meet the Rebbe. I only met the Rebbe a number of years later, 1985. I was to come to 770 and come, and come to Fabrengens and hear the, the Torah and the Maimorim, the Chedusha Torah, the Rashi Sichas, the Rambam Sichas, Hiroz and Avedas Hashem, come to Dollars to have the opportunity to experience the Yira the awe of the Rebbe's Tekiyas when the Rebbe blew Shafer, and the incredible Simcha of Simcha's Torah, Le'ein L'Shayr, beyond. So there in Sydney, Australia, I was zeichet to meet the Rebbe through his Shliach, Shliach Shaladim Kameisei. And the Rebbe was in New York, and a 10-year-old boy was deeply moved. So when I reflect on that little anecdote, I see many of the sodas of the Rebbe's teachings, the Rebbe's hira, the Rebbe's hanhoga, manhigus, the Rebbe's leadership. First, the Rebbe established the institution of shluchim, of shlichas, to create Chabad houses around the world, that when a Yid comes to 
to Bangkok, Thailand, this kosher food, there's a base medrash, this Torah, this Yiddishkeit. But many of these Sodas Vechsidas, when Aaron Lazer says there's a Yid, a Neshama, this is your Sodas Vechsidas that Rebbe constantly spoke about, that every Yid is a diamond, a Neshama, a Chelek, Mimal Mamash, a piece of Hashem, as the Alter Rebbe in Tanya explains at great length. Another important Yisod, that we have a Chrayas, we are responsible for another Yid. Of course, this is you say it in Torah. Kol Yisrael Raven Every Yid is responsible. Every Jew is responsible for another Jew, but it has to be with ichbatiyot, with care. I have to truly care. Perhaps one great chiddush of the Rebbe is they took children seriously. He established tzivas Hashem that every child under Baran Bat Mitzvah is part of the army of Hashem should be a club to help them grow, to realize that every child should realize they have a shlichas, a mission. They're a chayal, an, a soldier. And very often, there were, throughout the year, the Rebbe would, the adults would leave the base medrash and the children would come into the base medrash. And the, med, and the Rebbe spoke to the children. It's also important to mention that the Rebbe was able to empower every Yid, and even a small child of 10 years old. You have a mission, you have a shlichas, and you are a chayal, you're a soldier. And a soldier, even if the soldier's tired, not in the mood, you keep marching on. You walk up another flight of stairs and knock on the door and bring a mitzvah to another Yid. There's one halach in Rambam based on a Gemara in Kedushin the Rebbe would often repeat. Yesoida, Yesoidas. The Rambam says that lefichach tzarek kol odam shire atzmei es kol o'elam chetzi zakei v'chetzi chayev that you have to see yourself and the world that it's in a balance. Half, half. Zakeh and Chayev. And when we do a mitzvah, machshava teva, a maisa teva, it's machrias, atzmei, veskolo, oilom, kuli, lekaf, schus. We have the opportunity with one mitzvah to change the balance. The scale should move. To change the world and the cosmos. And bring geula. Hatzola, as the Rambam writes, Maybe Yeshua Vatsola to bring the Geula, to bring redemption, and to bring Mashiach. That small young child of 10 years old felt that at that moment. I would love to share the biography of the Rebbe, the story, but it's impossible. So I'll just quickly share a few dates. The Rebbe was born in 1902. Yud Aleph Nissen in the Ukrainian city of Nikolaev. When his father, Rav Levi Yitzchok Schneerson, who was a descendant of the Tzemech Tzedek, became Rav of Yakristinoslav, they moved to the city of Yakristinoslav. His mother was Rebbe Tzinchana, the daughter of the Rav of Nikolaev. And the Rebbe spent his 
younger years and his teenage years till he got married in 1928, immersed Yoimam Velayla in learning of Torah. 1928, the Rebbe married the Rebbe Tzanchai Mushka, who was the daughter of, at that time, the Lubavitcher Rebbe, the Rayat, Rabbi Yosef Yitzchak, and the, and the marriage, the Chassanah, took place in, in Poland. They moved to Berlin, where the Rebbe took courses in the university, one of the universities in Berlin. He was learning. Then, when the Nazis rose to power, they moved to Paris. The Rebbe also took courses at the Sorbonne and was also helping his father-in-law a little bit in the Askonis, Askonis Aklal. We have many Chidush Torah from those years that were, ne- were not printed in the Rebbe's lifetime that were found in Tafshin Nundalad in the Rebbe's drawer, known as the Rishimus. As we know, the Germans invaded Paris, for France. So in 1941, the Rebbe escaped via Portugal one of the last boats to America to join his father-in-law had escaped the year before to the United States. And he arrived in America on Chofches Sivan, 1940, 1941. Rabbi Groner, who was the Rav in, in Melbourne, was a young boy at the time. And he remembers how Rabbi Jacobson on that day, Chofches Sivan, came out from the Rebbe's room, meaning the Friedrich Rebbe's room, saying, asking that the Chassidim and the Bachram should go and greet his daughter and son-in-law, the Rebbe, at the port, at the pier. And he said, Mein Edim, my son-in-law, should go and meet him at the pier. That is Baki in Shas, Rashi Teisves, Rosh and Ran, in Alle gedruckte Chassidus. You should know that my son-in-law, when you go and greet him, he's a bok in all of Shas, Rashi and Tosfes, and the two main Roshonim of Russian Ran, and also in Chassidus, and Chassidus Chabad, all the printed Chassidus. And that, in 1941, the Rebbe started getting involved in helping his father-in-law in the spreading of Yiddishkeit, of Torah and Mitzvahs in America. Then in Tovshin, after his father-in-law, the Friedrich Rebbe, passed away in Tovshin, Yud, a year later, 1950, a year later, the Rebbe took the mantle of leadership on Yud Shvat, the tents of Shvat, Tovshin Yud Aleph, 1951. I'd like to mention two stories. One story I heard from the Tolna Rebbe here in Yerushalayim, who himself was a Talmud of the Beis Yisrael, the Ger Rebbe, the Beis Yisrael, and also his brother, the Pnei Menachem. So the Talmud Rebbe said he heard this story from, directly from the Pnei Menachem, the Ger Rebbe. And he's told the story that there was a Ger Chosid after the war who was a successful businessman and because of his business, came from a Gera family, he moved for, I'm not sure, I think it was a year or two, to New Zealand to do business. New Zealand, the end of the world. This Gera Chassid traveled back to New York to visit his daughter and son-in-law family 
who was living in New York, who happened to be living in the building, the same building where the Rebbe at the time, who was before he became Rebbe, this was taking place in 1949, Tashin Tess. And he came to New York, he came to the, his daughter's building on the, the corner of New York and President Street, and there he met the Rebbe, he didn't know who he was. And they said, Shalom Aleichem, Shalom Aleichem. The Rebbe asked him, where are you coming from? So he said, from New Zealand. He said, what are you doing in New Zealand? They're on business. So the Rebbe said to him, is there a mikveh, mikveh snoshim in New Zealand? He says, no, in my city, there's no mikveh snoshim, there's no mikveh. He says, the Rebbe told him, you didn't go to New Zealand to do business. You went to New Zealand to build a mikveh. You should build a mikveh. Not long after that, this year, this Gerachosim moved back to America. And uh, there, as it was, he grew a beard, put on a langarekel, a spodik, as was the minig of, uh, of Gerach Sidim, the minig of his mishpacha. In Toshi Memtes 1989, he decided to get a bracha from the Lubavitcher Rebbe, as we know that the Rebbe would, every Sunday, thousands and thousands of people would line up to get a bracha from the Rebbe, to get advice and receive a dollar to be a shlich mitzvah to give tzedakah. In Toshim Memtes, 40 years later, from since 1949 to 1989, this year to now had a langabar that was gray, pious, He's walking past the Rebbe, Rebbe gives a bracha, bracha vatzlocha, gives him a dollar. And then the Rebbe says, and what is with the mikveh in New Zealand? What's with the mikveh in New Zealand? He was stunned. He didn't know what to answer. Unfortunately, at that time, he had not built a mikveh. When the Pnei, when the Pnei Menachem, when he told the Pnei Menachem, this Chosid, this Ger Chosid, told the Pnei Menachem, his Rebbe, this story about the Lubavitcher Rebbe, he says, what do you see from this? He says, what an incredible memory. Forty years later, the Rebbe remembered me, remembered the conversation, and I, I don't look anything like I used to look. Forty years later, I look much older, I have a long gray beard, I didn't have a beard at that time, I was shaving. <laughs> Almost impossible, what an, what an incredible memory. So the Pnei Menachem said, yeah, the Rebbe has an incredible memory, but I don't think that's why he remembered you. He says that Sadik, whose kulei b'kdisha of taharas, and whose whole being is holiness and purity, taras machshava dibra maisa, he doesn't see your chayma, he doesn't see your body, he sees your tzura, he sees your neshama. He recognized your neshama. Of course he recognized you, of course he remembered you. When the Tolner Rebbe told the story, he says, from the story we see, the Ichbatiyot, how much the Rebbe cared that there should be Yidden in far-flung New Zealand who might not have a mikveh, if they remember, your shlichus is not business, your shlichus is to build a mikveh. I'd like to share one more story. We know that the, the Rebbe spoke thousands of hours of Torah, Thousands and thousands. The Rebbe also wrote tens of thousands of letters. 
Many are printed in Igris Kodesh. I think it's about 25 volumes or 30 volumes. And these letters include advice, personal advice. They include letters for, for the Klal, Askonis Tziburis, advice in Advedus Hashem. There are many Torah letters in Halacha, in Nigla, in Kabbalah. There's even letters where the Rebbe was writing to the Rogachov, the Rogachov wrote back to the Rebbe, Molly Mara Makoimis. It's Mayim. It's a complete wellspring of, of Torah and Avedas Hashem and advice, and often very practical advice. As an aside, talking about the letters, we know that the chief rabbis of Israel, Rabbi Eliyahu and Rabbi Shapira, once they came to Yechidus to the Rebbe. When they came back to Eretz Yisrael, there was a Mishlachas of Rabbonim, a group of Lubavitcher Rabbonim that went to greet, to welcome back the chief rabbis who had just been by the Rebbe in Yechidus. They'd met the Rebbe in New York. So Rabbi Kakalski tells the story that Rabbi Shapiro, Rabbi Avram Shapiro, who was the chief rabbi at the time, he told the story, he said as follows, he says, I used to be the Rosh Hashiva, he was the Rosh Hashiva of Merkez Arav Kuk, a, a tremendous Talmud Chacham in Lamdan. says, when I became Rosh Hashiva, I bought many of the Lamdish Svarim, the Svarim of the Rosh Hashivas, many of the G'day Achreinim. He's giving Shurim in, in Lamdus, in Gemara, in Pilpul. He says, later on, I became Chief Rabbi of Yerushalayim. So you're dealing with very complicated halachic situations. So he said, I bought all the, many of the Shal Sechuvah Svarim. And then I became Chief Rabbi of Israel, Rava Rashi. He says, what svarim do you buy? For manhigus, for leadership. He says, I bought the set of Igris Kodesh, whatever was available at that time. In the Igris Kodesh, you see the Rebbe's manhigus, leadership. So I'd like to share a short letter that the Rebbe wrote in Tafshi Membeis, 1982. He wrote it to uh, the board, Hanholis Gemach Keren David, the board of a free loan society. They give free loans to people, to big mitzvah gemach. It's called Karen David in Yerushalayim. It says, Shalom Abrocha, thank you so much. It's written in Lashon HaKodesh. Thank you for the duch. Thank you for the good news about your great mitzvah of Gemilas Chasodim. And since Bimei Chanukah, since we're standing in the days of Chanukah, Dinyonim Moisif V'hoilich V'oir. Chanukah is a time we add in light. We go from one light to two lights to three lights. So, so too, this great mitzvah of Gemilas Chesodim should continue with greater light and greater strength throughout the whole year. And the rabbi says, I will uh, read your, your, your letter at my father-in-law's oil. With a, a blessing. A very standard letter giving encouragement to a vad, to the board of a group of people who established a Gemilas Chesodim, a free loan society. And the rabbi signs it with his signature. And then he writes in his handwriting, Mitsuraf Bezeh Hishtat Fusi. I include in with this my, my um, participation in the mitzvah, meaning probably the Rebbe sent a check, uh, some money, that he also wanted to be part of this mitzvah. I, I heard the background of this letter, and it's quite incredible. The Rebbe is writing to the board of Karen David. Sounds like a, a huge gemach with a board. But the, the story behind it was written, there was a, two boys, David Monshine and his friend, 
in Torah Semes, in the Cheder in Yerushalayim, they saw that many kids didn't always have pens and, and pencils and erasers, and sometimes they got in trouble for not bringing their uh, pencils, so they decided to establish a gemach of pens and pencils and erasers. And they wrote a letter to the Rebbe that we established this gemach, we called it Karen David after his grandfather, and we want to let you know the great mitzvah we did. At that time, David Monshine, who's now a shlich in Moscow, at that time he was 10 years old. The Rebbe writes a letter to the Vad, to the board, telling this 10-year-old, your little gemacha, pens and pencils, that's incredibly important to Hashem. And it's so important, he wrote in his handwriting, this is Tavshim Membeis, 1982. The Rebbe had tens of thousands of chassidim. He was involved in so much. He writes to them, Metsuref Bezeish Tatbusi. I too want to be part of your mitzvah. This 10-year-old, there's no question, immediately realized how important his quote-unquote small mitzvah is, that it's truly great. And it's this mitzvah that is that can change the world, transform the world, and bring Mashiach. We mentioned before that the Rebbe stood for hours and hours every Sunday for many years, standing, greeting people, giving brachas, sometimes advice, and giving a dollar for tzedakah. Once someone asked the Rebbe, why do you give this dollar for tzedakah? The Rebbe said, giving a dollar tzedakah to make the person a shlich mitzvah, that he should also give the dollar or more money to someone else and give tzedakah, it's a great mitzvah. He says, I always heard from my father-in-law, the Rebbe the Shver, when two people meet, we should make sure that something good happens for a third person. We should be zoicha. But number one, we should remember when two people meet, that that meeting should bring about light and goodness for a third person. And through our efforts, we should be zoicha to the Geula Shalema, to the coming of Mashiach Bukhar of Mamish. Thank you.